What's up? How you guys doing? Welcome to episode 462. Law enforcement amidst the profiling motorcycle clubs, baby. We got that story coming up for you. I seen that. I was like, holy cow, are you kidding me? No damn way that that is happening. Tell me it ain't so. Tell me it ain't so. Well, you know, I do got to admit that uh, we do got a couple law enforcement that uh, actually come into uh, the channel, and they're upset about it as well. You can see their comments in the comment section. First, don't forget to go over to our Discord. Ho, ho, ho. Boy, it's a madhouse over there, man. Let me tell you, it's an actual madhouse. Uh, it is about as real as you can be, man. All kinds of pictures, if you know what I mean. And they ain't the PG type. Nope, 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 nope. We going back to Outlaw Biker Magazine style over there, man. We got, you know, motorcycle pics. As well as uh, everybody can chat together via text, voice, video. It's a uh, how can I say it's like great America over there for bikers uh, yeah also don't forget to visit us over on Odyssey where once a week I get rated R baby rated R over there man no censorship whatsoever as well as we're on Pinterest uh, Facebook Twitter we're on them all man we're on them all signal you name it, we are there, especially after all this stuff going on in the country with big tech. Whew. Sad state of affairs with it, man, I have to say, man, sad state of affairs. So how'd you guys like the interview with Black Dragon? Yes, Black Dragon on Bring It to the Table, baby. Uh, we sat and talked about uh, what's going on with the censorship, how it affects our channels, other people's channels, uh, how upset we kind of are that, you know, you can't be who you want to be. But he brings up a lot of good points about it's their platform. They make the rules. They can do what the hell they want to do when they want to do it. And uh, at the same time, it's kind of heartbreaking, man. It really is because when we started off the show, and started posting the video part of the podcast program we have. And by the way, Apple Podcasts, baby. We love them. We love Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify and the other major ones. But it's a big turnaround uh, the way it used to be. Uh, now, man, we had to stick. Uh, I think I like had to do like every swear word on Wikipedia that you can do in English. We had to put it into the filters to make sure that that don't hit uh hit us you know youtube has ai now which you know most of the time it catches a comment even before it gets to us and it don't have to be a swear type of comment man it could be any damn thing a number of keywords put together and that ai just snaps it up man before it gets to us but if it does, if there's any swearing in the comment section, uh, I got to delete the freaking message, man. I'm being upfront with you and have to tell you, we got to do it. Just got to do it. That's why we got Odyssey where you can go to uh, the Discord server if you really want to let loose. Uh, <laughs> it's all freaks over there. Me and my freaks, as I call it. It's not even hooligans anymore. We're freaks. 
<laughs> you know, going back to old school, man. So now uh, I did get something from MRF and I wanted to get and you know what? This is also going to be something we talk about is ethanol. Oh, my God. Do I hate ethanol? I think it is the biggest freaking scam that was ever passed. Sorry if you live in Iowa. I know that's one of your major uh, crops and stuff over there. But uh, ethanol with the older engines, especially, I don't know, 2000 and earlier, it really destroys them, man. It really does. Uh, if you ever, you can actually do an experiment, too. Uh, ethanol is sucks for motorcycles, man. You know, the newer ones, I uh, I don't know, man. I still wouldn't put it in there. Uh, but when there's that separation with the ethanol and the gasoline, it just tears up a gas tank, man. So I'm not a real big fan of ethanol. But uh, the motorcycle uh, profile, oh, no, 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 my fault, man. <laughs> motorcycle Rights Foundation. Uh, released that the EPA announced uh, some rulemaking on fuel pump labels. Uh, th they uh, announced the notice of public rulemaking regarding labels on E15 fuel dispensers. In the notice, the EPA proposed two potential changes to the current fuel pump labels related to E15. The first is a modification of the current label, and the second is removal of the label altogether. Removing the attention stripe along the upper right uh, corner, uh, removing the phrase E15 from the label, which included uh, the language contains up to 15% uh, ethanol. Most gas now contains up to 10%. They revised the language use only in to safer for use in, uh, don't use in, or to avoid use in. Uh, basically, they're playing word games now. Uh, the Motorcycle Rights uh, Foundation is con uh, concerns that either of these proposals will lead more consumers choosing the incorrect fuel for their vehicles. Be careful, will yes. Uh, they'll submit comments to the EPA on the position in the next 90 days. Sad state of affairs, man. You know, one thing about this freaking uh, global warming stuff. Global warming. Have they ever, like, really studied their history? I'm just wondering. I really am. I'm just wondering. Because... If you look back in time, it used to be hot in the Antarctic. It used to be hot in the north. You know, that's where they found all the mammals and stuff. And now they're concerned about freaking everything, freaking going nuts, man. Uh, but yeah, be careful when you check out that EPA stuff. Scary stuff, if you ask me. Scary stuff. Uh, but let's go on to this story about law enforcement real quick. After this break, Go over to proudhooligan.com for all your insane throttle official merchandise, including our new Proud Hooligan line. Proudhooligan.com has a wide assortment of gear to make you look good on your next ride. Proudhooligan.com is the go to for every biker when they want to look good as well as to help the show out while doing it. Visit Proudhooligan.com now. Rock on. Yeah, don't forget, man, don't forget you want to go over to Proud Hooligan 
and uh, check out all our support merchandise. It helps the show out, and you look good doing it. Anyway, I found this. Now, this is an older type of deal. It's older, but it's from Law Enforcement Today. I believe it's a police magazine that they have online. Uh, please don't subscribe. <laughs> anyway, this was from uh, 2019, but I found it very, very interesting of what it had to say with a cop. Police are profiling bikers when they should be destroying gangs. This from a cop. Uh, now, let's read a couple of things of this, and uh, I'll give my opinion here, because I always do. <laughs> uh, with social media, overtly liberal politicians and some police chiefs and people watching too many movies or TV shows like SOA, I strongly believe our efforts are misguided and have served to backfire. <laughs> Shutting down trust and support from the very most patriotic and law enforcement supportive groups out there. Oh boy, uh, do you like have a freaking CNI machine into the future? Man, does that uh, tell you something about today, man? I guess your uh, guys did not listen to what you had to wrote, right? Whatever in this article. Guess they didn't heed that warning, man. You know, you guys had all these bikers uh, doing this back to blue stuff. And next thing you know, you turn on everybody who was for you. Sad state of affairs for you, I tell you. I actually did an article over on HarleyLiberty.com discussing this type of stuff. Uh, now, he mentions liberal politicians. You might as well just say socialists, okay? Who's fooling who here? They're socialists. No ifs, ands, or buts. They're socialists. And I talked about how bikers really need to wake up, band together, uh, you know, just like they banded together in Texas with that Abel Reynaud deal. They beat the guy by 20 freaking points, man. This is unheard of, beating an incumbent by 20 damn points. Unfreaking real. But it showed you what happens when you band together. That's what we need to do now. We are a huge voting block, people. We're huge. I don't like either damn party. I say we start getting people in there that we believe in. Start running for office, bikers. Come on. At least we won't be no PC politician. Anyway, he was right about that two years ago. In this day and age where everyone uh, group seems to align itself with bashing and hating cops. <laughs> directions. I only have to point to your actions. It appears that several police agencies and even the state of Texas. <laughs> Man, this is coming from one of your own. <coughs> Scooby. me. In an orchestrated effort have taken aim at motorcycle clubs, casual fraternal groups, ooh, <laughs> that's a new one from a cop, lumping them in with gangs like the Bloods and Crips who roam the streets of Compton and Los Angeles, or MS-13 in Long Island, New York. Ooh, ouch. What are you on are saying this, man? 
Now, he went on about a friend and all that type of stuff. Uh, he was a bomb dog handler, uh, the whole nine yards in this deal. He sang at his wedding. Uh, he wrote, He rides, uh, let's go a little bit. He rides a nice Harley Davidson and is a member of a large nationwide veterans motorcycle club. He thoroughly enjoys the road trips and club meets involved. And his most cherished action is charity work his club does through fundraisers and activities designed to support those who are ill or disabled. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's what a lot of bikers do, don't we? Uh, now, it goes on to say, imagine his complete dismay when a group of his members went to Dallas for a birthday celebration and the entire group was stopped by several officers in separate vehicles the group was informed that the officers were members of the dallas gang unit now remember what i tell you people remember profiling can happen to everybody i don't care if you're wearing a hog patch you're wearing a bay whatever you're wearing whatever you choose it can happen to you the incident he's talking about here happens to be a friend of his that was in a veteran's bike club. The probable cause, and this is what happens all the time, that's their favorite one to use is this one. The probable cause they were given for the traffic stop was that one of the guys made, quote, a wide turn in the last intersection. The entire group was stopped. They were detained for a half an hour. All their bodies were searched. And photos were taken of them. <laughs> if you guys never went through one of these, oh my god, it's a funny... It's not funny, but, you know, you get to sit there and bitch and moan and, yeah. Uh, taken of them, their bikes and their vests, American flags. Yes, they even took pictures of their American flags and other patches to be entered into a gang database. They know what the gang database is, huh? <sighs> then he goes on to talk about, uh, you know, selective enforcement. You know, about stop and frisk and all that good noise. Uh, he talks about that, so yeah, he believes in that, it looks like. Uh, now, let's see here. Uh, Texas is taking a strong stance on gang violence, and I fully support that, as does every citizen I know. Texas currently has six gang units and funding two more in Waco and Tyler. That sounds great, but I can't help but take exception with the comments by a police sergeant in Waco in reference to this gang task force. Now, he quotes, Oh, swatting, you bad boy, you. As a department, we are very proud that the governor thought enough of us to ask us to be a part of this. It also is a big deal for our community because it will make our city safer. If you look at our past history, we know that gangs are here. We had outlaw motorcycle gangs that disrupted our community several years ago. Uh, we don't want to get into that one, do we, Patrick? There are prison gangs, MS-13, uh, Mexican Mafia, Grips, uh, whatever the hell they are. So, 
You guys need a gang task list against the DEA ATF. Wasn't there something that happened in Waco? I don't know, uh, David Koresh in the 90s or something. You guys went ape shit and burn everybody down. And then there's Waco Twin Peaks. You guys, you know what? You need some, you know, some uh, psychiatrists over there or something, man. You all freaky, man. I don't think you like your citizens. I really don't. I think you like that authoritarian crap. I think you, you know what? Chairman Mao is your idol. I guarantee it, Patrick. You know, dudes in the newspapers all the time, and it's like, man, really? You're schluck. <laughs> do, do you even believe the BS you push? Just wondering. Now, this is interesting here. More than 20,000. Holy crap, man. It would never happen in the old days. Police officers have joined law enforcement-related motorcycle clubs. Most of these members have carried themselves professionally. There have been several incidents involving violence either incited by police motorcycle club members or perpetrated by them. This is one of your own calling you out. <laughs> I love it. Calling you out. Now, this is 2019. Remember, uh, he goes on to talk about some events that happened in Arizona and Colorado. Uh, police officers committing assaults and other crimes. It is strongly felt in the non-police element of the motorcycle community that these officers conduct themselves in this manner without impunity. Whether confirmed or not, I can confirm. I raise my hand. Praise Jesus. I raise it. I get it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, flash their badges and get themselves out of trouble that would have been charged, convicted, and imprisoned anyway, uh, anyone else. Let's go on. As a matter of further controversy, several police-only motorcycle clubs have red and gold colors in their organizational patches, apparently aiming a direct affront to the Bandito's colors and stab at the organization. While some might see the humor or sarcasm in this, many don't. Oh, I don't. I don't see the humor. You don't see me laughing, buddy. And if police officers are committing the same types of crime as they allege these outlaw gangs are carrying out, is it ethical to get off with your badge and make fun of another club? I cannot say what I really want to say right now. We're going to keep it PG. I promised. I'll close with this. Uh, his friend is a veteran patriot, strong uh, community member, a Christian, and a damn good friend. I wonder how many law enforcement out there that have buddies that have gone through this stuff, and how does it make you feel? That's a question for you. Uh, imagine his dismay as he rides his bike with his group, follows rules that he followed and enforced as a military member and set aside to detain him and search his body, clothing, and bike without what he's seen as probable cause. Very interesting, isn't it? Yeah. When it happens to you or somebody that you love or your friends, it ain't funny anymore. 
And I'm actually glad that I found that article because hopefully when it was printed, it caused some debate within your law enforcement community. Because there needs to be debate. From my point of view, what you're doing is you're doing an us versus them. Now, you're never going to fully get guys like me on your side. Never going to happen. Never going to sit with a beer with you. Never going to freaking take long showers with you. I ain't got no use. Now, I'm not saying go hurt cops or anything. I'm just saying, hey, I stay on my side. You stay yours. We're all right. But you guys had a chance with a lot of bikers defending you. And what happens? You blow it. You blow it like you always do. You blow it by enforcing these arcane, freaking illegal orders by these state governors. By the way, aren't you kind of surprised it magically happens? Right before this Wednesday, they're going to open everything back up. Oh my God, it's a miracle! Yeah, right. You got schlucks involved for these people. Anyway... But you enforce these policies of these, you know, politicians. And then you crack some skulls during that deal and they back you people. That's why I never, uh, I never was a part of that back to blue stuff. No way. Because I know your true colors. Yes, I do. Other people might be fooled. But not me, not Hollywood. I'm not fooled at all. But it was very interesting when they brought up the deal with 20,000 law enforcement officers. Man, that's a lot. I remember when it was just the frickin' Blue Knights, man. I am getting too damn old, man. Too damn old. I'm a freaking dinosaur. 20,000. You know, there has to be law enforcement motorcycle clubs all over the place. You know, and he's right about the, the banditos. Why can't you, dum-dums, just put on a freaking one-piece patch and stop acting like everybody, man? You don't like us, so why do you act like us? That ain't right. That's hypocritical of you. And it's also breaking your oath. Okay, I've talked about uh, incidences that happened around here, and then he's talking about one that happened over in uh, Arizona, Colorado. Yeah, it, it, that's what happens. They pull out their badges and stuff. They're getting stomped. Next thing you know, they're like, oh, I'm a cop, I'm a cop, please stop. Don't hit me no more. Well, you shouldn't have been a schluck. You wouldn't have got hit. <sighs> Anyway, let's go into here. It is kind of funny, man, hearing that one. Oh, I love that article. Anyway, uh, let's go back to Dairyland. Uh, and we're going to talk about the, the concerns of E15. Now, E15 is, you know, most of the time it's an E10. There's 10% mixture of 90% uh, pure gas, 10% ethanol, okay? 15, so on, blah, blah, blah. 
it goes into the standards. Now, here's some of the pro, uh, problems for motorcycles. And I wanted to, uh, you know, kind of sort into the motorcycles because that's what we're doing here. Uh, let's see here. The motorcycle community has long understood that ethanol isn't good for motorcycles. Hell no, it ain't. Several problems uh, that can come along with uh, ethanol use is, you know, performance mileage, uh, since ethanol is one-third less energy than pure gasoline. Again, this ethanol stuff, the politicians are scared the hell out of friggin' Iowa because that's their main cash crop out there that they won't vote for them if they don't uh, have ethanol stuff. In the meantime, it's ruining our stuff. Uh, absorption of water further reducing fuel efficiency and potential uh, resulting in phase separation. That's where I was talking about separating the ethanol from gas. Uh, increased engine and exhaust system temperature uh, leans out the fuel and air. Uh, mixture, uh, corrosion of metal uh, parts in the fuel system, <laughs> uh, damage to fuel lines and gaskets. And here's where the uh, American Motorcycle Association and uh, most motorcycle manufacturers oppose the expansion of E15 availability. Uh, inadvertent uh, misfueling with E15 fuel, and we just talked about their labeling requirements is a significant concern, which it is. Uh, uh, E15 can void manufacturer's warranties, and the EPA has acknowledged that E15 can cause damage to engines. The EPA has also stated that E15 cannot be used in motorcycles. Don't do it! Uh, in fact, the vast majority of motorcycles and ATVs in the uh, Harley or in the United States today aren't designed to run on ethanol blends higher than 10 percent. 10 percent, people. And many vintage machines have problems with any ethanol. Oh yeah. Uh, another concern is that the widespread adopt. Uh, what is it, adoption of E15 fuel could reduce the availability of E10. Uh, yeah, you, you know what? You really need to get involved in this one, man. Call your lawmakers and tell them to stop this stuff, man, E15. I don't, you know what? They're always doing more harm than good, these people. Anyway, quick thing here. The American Flat Track 2021 has been released the schedule it will be starting out March 12th at the Volusia Half Mile at the Barberville, uh, Florida Speedway. Uh, and the 13th, Atlanta is the uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway on the 1st. It goes on and on. I'm thinking about going to the May 29th uh, Chicago Half Mile at the Dirt Oval on Route 66 in Joliet. Uh, I'm uh, applying for my press credentials and stuff. Hopefully the damn COVID don't screw everything up. And then you got the Springfield uh, Mile and the Mile 2. I was going to go to that last year, but with everything happening, it uh, didn't happen. So I'm thinking about going to the Route 66 one. Uh, but you can look this up on RoadRacingWorld.com. They got the whole schedule coming out for... Uh, American flat track. Now let's go up uh, north. Yes, north. Where am I? You know what? Jacked in the fools. Harm, Donna, you got to get on these people, man. Tell them to stop being in the news so damn much. 
Hells Angels affiliated members pick up over $32,000 in fines for illegally gathering in January. Ooh. You guys getting, you guys like on prison sentences up there too, aren't ya? <laughs> uh, officers in Quebec. Oh no, Quebec here that is with these French freaking words. Provincial Police's organized crime squad have twice broken up gatherings in January and handed out $32,000 in fines. Two members affiliated with the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club for violating public health measures put in place to stop the spread of COVID-19. I wonder if it's going to happen up in Canada like it is in Chicago, New York, where they say, oh, we got to open up our economy now. Yeah, right before the inauguration. Uh, the spokeswoman or person, Claude Dennis, confirmed that, yeah, the SDOQ, you ain't getting me on that one, you French. Uh-uh, not going to do it. Uh, confirmed that officers broke up a gathering uh, uh, at around uh, 7 p.m. in St. Elmy de la Energie. I told you my French stinks. Uh, region of Quebec and about an hour and a half uh, north of Montreal and hand up uh, another 6000 Uh The $1,550 tickets, and I think that's Canadian, okay? Uh, that's Canadian, not dollars. Uh, were illegally gathered and given to four people, including three men associated with uh, the Destroyers. Uh, yeah, I ain't going there. Ain't going there. A club linked to the Hells Angels. So, you know, the police get their hard-ons and all that good stuff by handing out uh, tickets and being authoritarian. And you'll wonder why people won't. Anyway, here we go. People gathered today to remember two victims who died in a shooting that happened at Laddie's Bar and Grill in Martinsburg, West Virginia, on January 3rd. Dozens attended the funeral for 52-year-old Richard Light Sr. and 39-year-old Robert True. South Berkeley Chapel in, in, in Inwood, West Virginia, many taking their motorcycles to attend. Both men who died were members of the Warlocks Motorcycle Club, and members of other motorcycle groups were present at the funeral. We had additional resources out to address any potential situation, and what I saw today was very reassuring um, in regard to uh, the and other groups. Uh, I very much appreciate Our uh, thoughts go out to the Warlocks on the loss of uh, two of their members. Sad state of affairs. Now, the Mercury News. FBI is investigating in the Hells Angels includes still unsolved 2015 disappearance of a Fresno man, court records say. Uh, defense attorneys are raising uh, numerous concerns with the trial date on this stuff. Uh, on February 11th of 2015, Robbie Lane Hoth, then 34, of Fresno, seemingly vanished. He is still listed as a missing person on the, uh, the California Attorney General's website, though neither local nor state authorities would comment on the current status of the case. But the attorneys for Russell Ott, one of the uh, 11 he alleged Hells Angels member indicted on racketeering charges, wrote, In a recent court records that federal prosecutors disclosed records involving Huff's disappearance to the defense. 
Though no, uh, none of the charges relate to Huff's disappearance, the FBI has cell phone records that authorities say show locations of certain phones that somehow relate to the disappearance. They can always track you. Always track you if you're not smart. Uh, the records by FBI Special Agent Meredith Sprano were turned over to the defense along with similar records related to the alleged murder of Joe Silva, a sergeant-at-arms of the Hells Angels. Prosecutors say Silva was lured to the Fresno Hells Angels clubhouse, shot in the head, and then illegally cremated by a Fresno chapter member. That was in July of 2014, roughly seven months before Huff's disappeared. Uh, the presentations are a matter of processing call detail records from the multiple cell phones, address information, facts regarding the alleged crimes, the disappearance of Joe Silva and Robbie Hoff, and information regarding the towers accessed for each phone call, text messages, and data session. Authorities represent and not wrote in court records uh, filed last month. They do not detail the investigation into Hoff nor say how it relates to the Hells Angels case. Probably going to spring a surprise is what they're going to do, man. Uh, and of course, they didn't uh, respond to a request and stuff like that. So, sad state of affairs, man. Sad state of affairs. Be right back. Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on. Hi, this is James Hollywood. Gotta pay the bills. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. On Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Get on over Time to go over to the Insane Throttles Discord server and get hooked up with other bikers. Text, video, and voice chat. There is always something going on. Check out our biker baby motorcycle pics. Click on the link in the description box now. Rock on, baby. Rock on. It is a nice friggin' I love Discord, man. You get a video chat with everybody. You can freaking voice with them. It is awesome, man. I get to spend a lot of time in there with, uh, you know, followers in St. Throttle, members of the Throttle Club, all that good stuff. If you're not a member of the Throttle Club, you can join on YouTube. Hit that join button. That gives you access to both YouTube and HarleyLiberty.com's exclusive material. And it helps out the show as well. So what did you guys think, man? What did you guys think? A law enforcement officer publicly calling out one of their owns. Woohoo! Been saying a long time, man, long time, that it's going to turn the tide against you. And right now it is a turning. I can see it personally myself. People are getting wise to you guys. Also, don't forget to check that gas pump. Ethanol bad. No good. Don't you touch that E15 crap. It's bad enough with the 10. Truly, get an old gas tank. 
and see what it does when the separation happens. Just saying, man, just saying. So, <laughs> with that, hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to check me and China Doll out Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube, Facebook, and, of course, my podcasting platforms, baby. Talk to you guys later, man. Have a good one. I said goodbye. Vamos. Bye-bye. Adios. Ciao. See you later. So long. Get your hat, Jack. Yeah.